0: Before your number one source for South Florida's hot new indie hip hop music videos and films now they have a podcast one dedicated to introducing on the verge indie artists young entrepreneurs and internet personalities to the world if you're not a fan you will be by the end of this show without further interruption here's your host the CEO himself super Sean.
1: I am Super Sean, and this is Famous Before the Fame podcast. You already know it's another Saturday. I'm in the stool, doing what I do. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I'm I'm just I'm just really really dedicated to bringing my fucking talent. You know what I'm saying to light. You know what I mean. Everybody's looking at Broward, this Broward, that. You know what I mean. I said that I want to make sure that I reach Dade. You know what I'm saying. I have to get these people like. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm living in Broward, but Dade is, you know what I mean, it's talent. This whole shit, South Florida's just lit, my nigga, like, for real. You feel me? So, like I said, I'm dedicated to bring talent. So, of course, y'all know that I got another artist in here for y'all. So, just just be patient, and we're going we to get to it, though. You feel me? With my nigga, motherfucking Chinchilla, a.k.a. Young Abu Dhabi. Like That part. What's good, my nigga?
0: You are everything, man. Hey, it's everything been Everything and nothing.
1: Hey, it's been a long time, my G. Yeah,
0: a yeah. very long time. So much so that you're in a whole nother brand, a whole nother uh, 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 market. We were just talking about that, but I'm, I'm, I see what you got going on, and it's all the way popping. Yeah, yeah. And, and so- Salute to your talent and hey, your man, creativity. I,
1: hey, I respect that and thank you very much, my G. Like i, I just wanna win. You know what I'm saying? That, that that's it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We just evolve our hand, we just, you know what I mean, maneuver in these streets and you know, we just use our talents for, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's right. all good, you know what I mean? Move forward. Exactly, exactly. Um, but like I was saying, chinchilla, aka young Abu Dhabi. We're gonna get to the young Abu Dhabi later. Right. You feel me? Um, but like I said, Dade. I had to bring Dade in here, you know what I mean? Like I mean, explain to the people, you from Dade, aka Carol City, aka
0: everywhere. Cause I seen you everywhere, my G. I mean, well, this is the thing. When we decided to come back come back here and um settle, when we landed, we I landed first in uh shit. It's kinda of hard. We're talking about three hundred years ago. Uh, but when we landed, we landed uh in overtown. Okay. And um, you know, my mom went out first to, to kinda see how humans were and deal with them and get get you guys' culture together. And then she came back and told us the culture and then we kind of spread it out and from there we moved to uh Opalaka. And from there, I ended up in Carroll City in the Matchbox. And kinda like you said, from everywhere, I ended up living in West Palm Beach for like two, three years. Um, Orlando, Tallahassee for a little while. Not no college shit, but you know, I was in Tallahassee for some things. And um, shit, I, shit, I done lived in Memphis, Chicago. Like I said, I done, you know. Everywhere. Just trying to, for real, for real, get the real human experience. Like I said, once we decided to come to, come to Earth and Land, you know, I just want to experience everything. So now I'm going on this journey to be an artist to see how that feels, mm. you know, from the perspective of humanity.
1: So so for y'all, for you, for those of y'all that didn't get this shit, the <laughs> nigga is not from Earth <laughs> is what he's trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say? He I mean, came my, here my, my, mom will,
0: my mom will be flipping right now because this is supposed to be a secret. But at the end of the day, the way that the culture is and the way society is, I think everybody pretty much knows. So I don't keep it a secret anymore.
1: Listen, it's all gonna make sense once they hear this motherfucking music.
0: Yeah, you get what I'm saying? It the
1: holy chinchilla, A.K.A. Young Abu Dhabi, landed here 300 years. My nigga. Yeah, like, we
0: I've been through a couple metamorphoses. Y-
1: y'all really need to check them out though. Like
0: my nigga came in here like the fashion game on a whole nother level. You feel me? The jewels is just been doing the fashion before <laughs> fashion was fashionable. You, you know, feel me? I been, I was matter of fact I I not when you know uh. I was partial to if you look up a fashion designer uh, named Alessandro Del Aqua. His his the way he designs his work kind of made me feel like I was home. It's like moon boots, kind of, you know. <laughs> and so it reminded me of of things we would wear back home. So I was I took to that, and guys here didn't understand it. They everybody was wearing Jordans, and so you know I kind of gravitated to that after a while. And then I fucking looked up, and everybody's wearing high fashion stuff now. So. You know it's funny how fashion switches. That, Back that, then we used to buy what the the, the four xts that look like dresses. <laughs> you know, so
1: I'm guilty, bro. All I had of us, some T-shirts all, all the way down to my kneecaps. <laughs> when I look at the pictures now, I'm like, what the
0: fuck was I thinking? Was I thinking right?
1: Like when they said that the, that listen, shit looked like a nightgown, your li- like they your was life, real.
0: Your life was changed the day you put on some fitted jeans and a shirt, and a girl looked at you and said, hmm. Dog. Your life changed. My fucking grandfather
1: grabbed me and was like, Sean, oh, fuck me and shit. I'm looking at him like, it ain't that serious.
0: Yeah. But dog. That- I mean, well, this is the thing. I, I've heard a very, 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 very intelligent man say this. The mob is some of the most well-dressed individuals you'll meet. But they'll blow your motherfucking brains out. Huh. So it's not about how you dress. But what we have to understand when we walk out of our house is what the clothes Make other people perceive Yeah Yeah. So with that being said If your clothes Are baggy Hanging everywhere Then if it makes you Look like a slouch yeah. Or a hoolum Or whatever The case may be Whereas right now If somebody walks in And they have on A police uniform Then oh shit That's a police Until mm-hmm. the nigga say Ah I got you niggas Then we know Okay he just bullshit. Yeah yeah But the world is about uniforms it, it is So you know
1: that, that was deep my nigga Yeah I'm about to th- I'm about to start applying this shit. this, this <laughs> interview, y'all better start paying attention though. It's jewels gonna be randomly dropped. You feel me? Yeah. Like real shit though. You feel me? So, um, Mool-Ai, like Moolah University, Mulah Gang, like mm-hmm. T- mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to really, you know what I mean, get to. Like, let mm-hmm. the people know, like, Chinchilla, Mulah yeah. Gang, Mulah University, Mulah Films, Mool-Ai Mool-Ai it's gang. big.
0: Mulah gang is is the entity that acquired the and I, it, it, for the people that can't see me, I got the, the quote fingers up that acquired the squeak the street cred that I needed within my city. But, um, you know, once you go to another level and you get to another level of understanding and you go ahead and you start making your shit corporate and you get your LLCs and you calling people on the phone for endorsements and, and shows and you saying, yeah, I want to bring the moolah gang and whoo. Yeah, don't nobody want a fucking gang In uh, the establishment yeah. fucking they shit up. But Moolah University, they're more, they welcome that a little better. So that's 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 what that's what that was about. But um, to, to give people an understanding, fuck Moolah gang. I'm gonna tell you how you know who we are, just in case you don't know. All of the memes and that little logo on the bottom, where we was all of that shit, that was us. Uh, and so the ideology behind that was is everybody wants to express some type of emotion and may not be able to. Figure it out. Figure the words out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are gonna give you the words. We are gonna put our logo there, and when you express that emotion, you're also branding us as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so marketing.
1: So again, for all y'all that seen the moolah gang memes and all that shit,
0: right? Y'all yeah. making
1: the connection?
0: Yeah, young masterminds. Okay, okay. It ain't gotta. Okay. It ain't gotta be a, a nerdy dude, or it ain't gotta be a old dude, or it ain't gotta, ain't gotta be a white dude. It just has to be an intelligent dude.
1: I guarantee a large percentage of the listeners, you yeah. feel me? A percentage of these people, it's about, I don't know, it's about 18, 20,000 plays, you feel me? When That's I really dig into the analytics, it's a lot of people listening to the shit. I thank y'all. I guarantee a percentage of y'all shared a couple of the motherfucking Moolah gang memes, dog. And yeah. I, I know I did. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So. Hey, I'm I, I'm trying to I'm tell you, I keep to, I'm willing it.
0: to bet on eighty percent, ninety percent of the listeners. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm
1: telling you. Remember my other day, my girl fucking around and share. I'm like. <laughs> You know like gang Girl
0: stop yeah. playing with me stop Nah and they, it's not necessarily That they know moolah yeah, yeah, gang yeah. It's like I said They they want to express mm-hmm. That emotion That they saw in that message
1: Yeah and yo It was deep though It's like all this shit Makes sense It's all shit That's reality That you live Like it, it's shit That you want to say But you Man, don't
0: say Man the funniest shit ever I seen Uh, like a white college dude Um had a video on YouTube and it was like who the fuck is Moolah gang (laughs) why the fuck do they think they need to tell us how to live (laughs) then he's just like blowing his brains out that shit was hilarious because I realized that first of all he was right who the fuck is anybody to tell anybody how they should live but you know for the people that do want advice that's who that was for but we had reached that guy to the point that it reached him and then it affected him, whether it was negative or positive. Mm-hmm. That means you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Now, I I don't I don't mean to affect anybody in a negative way because I'm learning now that negativity, or anger, or any of that shit, is is damaging to your body. Not 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 when you, I'm talking about I'm mad at a nigga and then I get at him. Obviously, I'm gonna damage him or he gonna damage me to save himself, which yeah. however that works out. Yeah. But I'm talking about just motherfucker walk past and fart and you get mad, the chemical reaction that happened inside of you is is a negative thing and stick with you. You get what I'm saying? So whatever whatever the fuck that that did to you chemically, was it worth being mad at that person and what they got going on? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really getting to the point where it's not that I don't give a fuck about anybody. I'm just learning how to let people live because I want people to do that to me. Yeah. yeah. Leave me alone, I'll leave you the fuck alone.
1: Say <laughs> the fuck out of my business.
0: You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless my business is affecting you in a negative way. And what that means is not your opinion, meaning you. If whatever the fuck I'm doing is knocking over a tree into your yard or, or, or affecting your kids or. And again, it's a very fine line, because let's say, for instance, you don't like that. I may have a party going on every weekend or I may walk outside with my shirt off and big jewels on or whatever. Then you have to get yourself to a financial situation where you don't have any neighbors within a five mile circumference so that your kids don't have to see a certain thing or whatever. You if cavemen. you live in an apartment complex or a condo, don't knock on my fucking wall or ask me to do anything, bitch. Move somewhere where you don't got neighbors. Or understand that you have neighbors and you're gonna have to deal with coexisting <laughs> with other humans. You understand? I feel you. And bro. so, so, so People transgress, trans, transgressing, no, trespassing. People trespassing on my privacy and freedom has led me to understand that you shouldn't do it to others because I know how it made me feel. Mm. So, like I said, you leave me to fuck alone. I'm gonna leave you to fuck alone unless it affects me directly. Don't park your car right behind my car, and when I'm ready to leave, I can't leave. Now that affects me. That affects me directly. But if You parked your car in an ignorant way on the grass and half on the street. And I'm like, look at this dumb motherfucker. Ain't my business, man. If you get told, you do. If you don't, you don't. Why am I mad? Yeah, yeah. If you got away with it, you a cool motherfucker. Hey, that's your business. Maybe you know something I don't know. But why should I let that get me angry and infect my inner self?
1: You want some Buddha shit, bro. The monk shit. It's like the monk life. (laughs) But listen, I know don't don't run up on a nigga. Nah, it's
0: like the growing up with niggas Mm -hmm. that'll kill you for real life. So then you start realizing that a lot, petty, of, petty. a lot of shit ain't worth getting angry about. Because yeah, the petty. niggas that I know, they get angry, then they put hands on you or they kill you. Pretty and much. so you got to really choose what you're getting angry about.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Made It got to make sense. Have some weight on it if you're going to go to that level. Because niggas ain't bullshitting.
1: True.
0: True. Shit, my son came from out of town. My son lives in Atlanta. Came to visit, went down the street, came back and told me, Daddy, his fucking friends was in a shootout the other day. Well, you keep your ass in the house, nigga. <laughs> but he's 13. Yeah You feel what I'm saying yeah, yeah I was throwing this dick around early But You know what I'm saying Fucking 13 year olds Having shootouts On the corner Down the street So it's like And then we live in a nice neighborhood Yeah that's, so, that's crazy though So What that's telling you is It ain't got nothing to do With where you grow up at anymore Because everything is in your In your hand in your You look phone. at it on the phone So they learning How they want to live And who they want to be I was just From what like they're that. perceiving mm-hmm. Now I'm guilty Of talking about A lot of hood shit In my music But If you pay attention, it's always the consequence. It's always some intelligence in there as well. So I'm not just saying sell dope, nigga, sell dope. Sell dope, nigga, sell dope. No. I say sell dope for like three months and go open up your business, nigga. Uh, You feel what I'm saying? Do the shit and don't tell nobody. You ain't got to worry about a witness, nigga. Okay. That's the type of shit I say.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to teach them. Yeah. Listen like I said man This interview is gonna be full of jewels They just gonna be randomly dropped Y'all I li- y'all listen You know what I'm saying But this one right here is gonna be extra special Believe me This shit gonna be extra special So let's I mean let's get into the shit You know what I mean um, the, the name Chinchilla A.K.A. Young Abu Dhabi Like how did you come up with that name Or is, he, is that even your first rap name You
0: know what I mean Nah my first rap name was actually Papa Smurf okay. And then I got deemed the rap name Pretty Ricky Due to a verse that I had dropped on a song That was on the radio um, I gave that name to my little brothers, which started the group Pretty Ricky, became platinum artist. I did a lot of writing on that project. Um, because of that, I did a lot of writing on a lot of other projects that I don't want to name. I used to be happy to say, "Nigga, I wrote for this and that, and I did this and that." But when you get to the point where I'm am, where I'm at now, and I understand that, nigga, you ain't have your publishing. You when you were not collecting no royalties, you left hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars on the table it ain't cool to brag about it no more. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I brag about the things that I understand and the things that's about to happen, which is I'm about to take over the fucking world. Yeah. It's over, it's yeah. over, Mulah University, I see and, this and, shit, and, running. and to be less cryptic, cause I know they like, this nigga's weird, he's from not from Earth, and I'm not, but, and you take with that with you what you will. Um, Ladies, what that mean is I'll space fuck you. Um, Anyway, so with that being said, Fuck, I lost it. I got lost in space fucking the, the ladies. The names, the names, the names. The names.
1: So you started with Papa. Papa Smurf. Then?
0: Pretty Ricky. Okay. And then I was uh, Rick Ravish. Okay. Now, Rick Ravish was, all of these names are, are alter egos. Mm-hmm. And so Rick Ravish, at the time, I was like 380 pounds. And... um.
1: So you was a big dude. Yeah. Before this chinchilla hair. Yeah. We're in fashion, which... which which so happens just not made in big sizes, you know what I mean? Like they don't have Balenciaga nah, jeans and fucking. That's not true. What's the other shit you had? What's the shit you named earlier? They don't uh, got that uh, in yes no motherfucking thirty six.
0: Yeah, no thirty six. I was like a forty eight.
1: God, they don't got it in forty eight.
0: Yeah, you buy two pair and then you get the you get the tailor to make them.
1: See, so you created my nigga. You see, the, we just it's that's just the shit it's we just.
0: Do. Let me let me, now let me try to wake some of my young my young people up. That's the shit we do. Let me wake some of my young people up for a second we got i'ma go from from what i'm wearing and what's the most expensive to what i used to wear and what was the cheapest so i got a few pair of bowman jeans Balmain mm-hmm. jeans mm-hmm. right uh, a couple thousand bucks um shit some of my favorite jeans that i like to wear is my levi jeans about they like premium levi about a 100 bucks well about 80 bucks yeah um shit. I got some little jeans I didn't grab from Flea Markets and shit. About 35, 40 bucks. Little no name brand jeans. Um I remember wearing bugle boy jeans when I was a kid. Those was the shit. Fucking Pele Pele jeans. I had academic, some of academic some jeans. Paco jeans. I had some of them. Uh cross color jeans. Mm. Red monkey jeans. Evisu jeans. Mm-hmm. What word I keep saying at the end of all of these names? Jeans. Fucking jeans
1: that's all
0: it is so what they doing is putting a name on the front of it and getting us to spin an arm and a leg exactly on jeans yeah designer jeans that's all they are that's what they really are designer Designer jeans jeans. that's it it, jeans with a a different cut to it yeah yeah oh how could i forget ed hardy one of the pioneers of changing how niggas dressed yeah ed hardy jeans
1: christian Uh huh. remember that brand too Uh uh-huh that Uh shit was lit you know what i mean yeah. Fucking, uh, yeah. Th-
0: of course, true. It gets typical to say true religion, yeah, but true, yeah, true. Of yeah. Course. But so you know, um, so with 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 me being that weight, Rick Ravish kind of just felt right. And I always like to choose a name that just roll off your tongue. Mm. That's that's memorable, but also act makes you ask, well, what is that name about? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, after I got tired of living in that shell i went and i you know we I, like i said i went through a few metamorphosis so i decided to get a little smaller and see what this, see what this this perspective of life feels like and um i chose to change my name into chinchilla mm-hmm. that sounds a lot more suave if you've ever owned a chinchilla it feels good when you're wearing it it feels good to the person that's touching you when you're wearing it uh and and so if, if a person sees a chinchilla They think about money So it symbolizes success mm. I'm sorry if I can't speak a little bit But that's the cotton mouth I smoke good weed Um So But for the most part Nah I don't drink Appreciate you though Um I do get high as fuck though And I'm I'm contemplating taking DMT They say me that's an easy way to go home Without having to actually take the trip okay. And go through the cryo sleep and shit mm. But um
1: Man, they selling flights to space now. The Virgin Galactic and all that shit. You can
0: go home, like. Who do you think they got the technology from? I'm
1: just saying, SpaceX and all that shit. You can go home, my nigga.
0: My dad sold them the technology, my nigga. No, we've been home. It's just annoying (laughs) to go, but DMT takes you there mentally, so you can Mm. stay here but still go.
1: Mm. Okay. Right. So, so I want to ask you this though. Like when you was a big dude, you feel me? Mm -hmm. What made you say? Yo, let me get smaller and shit. Or like what what process did you did? What did you do to get, you know what I'm saying, to get smaller and shit? Uh
0: well yeah. I guess you guys would call humans would call it the law of attraction. Mm. But I just channeled the new shell. If that makes any sense. Spiritual. I mean, I didn't do any sit ups, anything, any (laughs) push ups. I didn't go on a diet. I did start smoking weed. I didn't smoke my. I smoked my first joint at the age of thirty. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and so maybe that has something to do with it. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like okay. I said, I, I just got tired of looking how I looked and decided to look different.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, where can you say like, um, you saying you from you you grew up? You know what I mean, Miami area, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, how can you say that influenced your sound like the 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 sound that we hear today? Because for me, you don't sound like the it typical didn't. Miami artist it at didn't. all.
0: It didn't. My sound was influenced by 8 Ball and MJG. Mm. Uh, Teela. Outcast.
1: That's it. I'm trying to be honest. No, no, I'm
0: going down my line of who I listen to. Okay. The Niles Barkley Project. Fucking the Gorillas. A couple of them Biscuit songs, like music, Lenny Kravitz, uh, Madonna, the niggas that's on top right now, Uh you know, I try to, you know.
1: One thing I was going to say is all them have in common, they all like. Like artist mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Say Not just you know Like he's a rapper He just da-da. Them artists that you name You know what mm-hmm. I mean Creative in, in every manner You know what I mean
0: mm-hmm. Recreate themselves And everything Exactly
1: Exactly The personalities And all of that stuff So um like growing up Who raised you You had mom Pop situation
0: How was the household uh, Typical Dad had to go to prison Mom liked dope boys So fortunately for me She found another dope boy Who was pretty cool And he taught me The dope boy life
1: Like um you So like your father Did time in prison How like How
0: old were you The first time You can think That he went to prison He left when I was 6 He came back when I was 15 Okay In that time My stepdad though Was there Showed me the ropes Uh mm-hmm. Uh My uncle was also A big influence He's right now in the feds as we speak. He should be coming home soon. Okay. He had to go do 30. Ooh. Yeah, dog.
1: 30 long.
0: Yeah. Stood tall though, like we do. Yeah. We cut from that cloth. But so, um, yeah, that's pretty much who raised me. Okay. My other uncle would get mad, but the 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 qualities that I like to take from a man, especially a a role model. I don't think just you being older than me makes you deserve respect it's your actions that 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 deserve the respect not your age not your title you understand what i'm saying yeah like i'm gonna respect my dad if he's my dad but if i don't respect him this is how much respect i'll have for him i'll stay away because i'm not going to be able to respect somebody that i shouldn't respect yeah yeah You you get what I'm saying Yeah. yeah. And I just went to the extreme With my father Just to show you How I would handle that Because I would never Want to disrespect my dad So if you're a scumbag dad Then I just stay the fuck away So I don't have to disrespect you But anybody that That shouldn't be respected Wouldn't be respected You get what I'm saying Yeah yeah. When I stand in front of my maker He gonna know I ain't stand For no bullshit Mm. From nobody
1: Understood So um So growing up You know Miami
0: How was it for you growing up You know what I mean From from Wonderful Okay. Shit, I had I had a car by the time I was fourteen. But uh, I'm 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 a only child for my mom. Okay. My dad got ten kids though. Mm. Well, he had he got thirteen now since you know he came home and had more kids. Mm. But at the time, he had ten. Okay. Um. But like I said, I'm an only child for my mom, so um, I was pretty much spoiled. Shit, to say less so my childhood was wonderful it was any negative or dumb shit i did it was just because i wanted to go do the dumb shit like just like i said today you can have a kid growing up in the suburbs and they're looking at shit on their phone and if they're partial to it they're gonna go act it out Mm. same thing so i'm watching nwa and i would rather be like that dude than rather be like this dude and so that's the shit that i acted out yeah that's that that's what i retained and, and kept
1: yeah yeah okay so um what about school you know what i mean like what schools did you go to elementary middle like what was your school situation high school went to private
0: school for elementary um i went to every high school pretty much in the miami area i went to carol city i went to new orleans i went to american i went to barbara goldman i went to hml All I low. think that was it But the philosophy Behind that was I realized that When you transfer schools In the middle of the year And you that new nigga mm-hmm. All the bitches Wanted to know who you was You get what I'm saying This
1: nigga had a strategy And for my mom bitches.
0: was Like I was spoiled So yeah. she let me Then I had a car Since I was 14 So mm. she let me do Whatever the fuck I wanted to do just so I just saying Your to,
1: address was anywhere In any, kinda, in any zone yeah. Fuck
0: it I used to just transfer schools Just to be the new guy man <laughs>
1: And then you come fresh, right? Oh my god! Right, and like I said, I was spoiled, so it's like you know,
0: the wardrobe was sick.
1: Hey, I'm y'all picking this shit up, right? I know I got some viewers young You know what I mean Y'all pick this <laughs> shit up If you
0: lie nah, on them man.
1: addresses You know what I mean Pop up in the next school Like make sure you ain't got no beef though Cause then you walk in and say, You know what I mean Yeah
0: this shit is different now It wasn't gangs <laughs> like that Like I I grew up in Florida So mm-hmm. it was no sets It was no colors It was no It was like Niggas little neighborhoods And you know That shit wasn't even that serious You can go to anybody neighborhood As long as you want to duck Yeah You know a duck can't go nowhere Without getting fucked with But mm-hmm. I was everywhere because I know how to move. Yeah. So, you know.
1: That's what's up. So what kind of student was you in school? Was you a good student, bad student? Was you doing your work, skipping? Like, what was the situation?
0: I was all of those students upon occasion. Mm. So for some teachers, I was probably their worst nightmare because I was always more intelligent than the average human because I'm not an average human. And so- for a a younger looking individual because like i said i've been here a lot longer than you guys but for yeah. a younger looking individual to be able to challenge an adult on the validity of the sense that they're making it infuriates them mm. i was gonna break that down a little simpler but i'm not gonna disrespect your listeners they understand what the fuck i'm saying So for me to be young, challenging adults to shit that don't make sense, like if I'm if I know within my heart of hearts that I'm not going to grow up to be a biologist, why am I wasting this hour? Why am I taking these tests? Mm. Why are you giving me a practice test that is not going to be graded? It is not going to be not going to affect my grade. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and watch TV or something for this hour. Then no, you need to practice. No, I don't. You're going to give me a calculator for this test. Right. I'm not a fucking idiot. Get out of my face. And so they couldn't deal with that type of shit. I used to get suspended a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it was suspended, skipping the school. The funniest referral
0: I remember reading was student speaks aggressively and moves his hands in a gangster way. Oh, you know see, when niggas talk they
1: <laughs> You see you see how they try to use the teacher these words, wrote me up dog. for that shit. You see these words though that they try to use. I don't like that, dog. Yeah, whatever. I don't like that, my nigga. Like, I, like I said I
0: was sports, so to me, suspended mean the 3 free days. Yeah. To to boost somebody else up to skip school so we can chill, shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: You uh, did you play any sports?
0: Yeah, I played football. I thought I was big. Okay. Okay. So I played football. All right. Um that didn't go so well because, again, authority has to make sense. Mm-hmm. And so you know how the coach is like, ah, and he slapped me on my helmet, mm-hmm. told him don't hit me no more. He slapped my helmet again. I slapped him back. Asshole, I got on a helmet. I'm going to automatically win this fight. <laughs> you can't hit me. Yeah. you don't break your fist. Yeah. And so the, the main coach, and then this was like an assistant coach. Don't you fucking touch me, okay? You're not even a real coach, buddy. You're a volunteer. Volunteer one of my family members To come shoot the shit out of you <laughs> Better chill Now nah, Imagine growing up When you go home from school It's a Mac 11 in your bedroom
1: Hold up, hold up, hold up Let me take a minute to ask my listeners a few questions Did you subscribe yet? Are you on SoundCloud? Slash Famous Before the Fame Did you follow us? Are you on iTunes? Famous Before the Fame podcast Did you subscribe yet? How you think you're going to hear these podcast interviews I drop every week if you haven't subscribed? What about YouTube? I know you on YouTube, but have you subscribed yet? you got to subscribe so you'll be the first to listen when I drop these episodes every week. Do yourself a favor. Don't be a follower and wait for someone else to share everything. Then like it. Subscribe now. And to all my current subscribers, much love. Now let me get back to this interview.
0: safety Mm. you're just in your bedroom as a 15 year old i'm not taking no shit from a volunteer coach man i'm a gangster Mm. or at least a gangster in training that's what a jit is by the way anytime the older nigga call you a jit he's not disrespecting you he's calling you a gangster in training Mm. but um Jules, yeah so for the most part that was my mentality and my demeanor growing up because i kind of knew my uncle's and my stepdad would actually come and kill you, yeah. so you can play with me if you want to. I lose this fight if you want to, and then you' are not gonna like the end result. So even though, like I said, now in two thousand and seventeen, I understand that that's fucking stupid. You know, you shouldn't be killing anybody. You shouldn't, and this is not this don't have nothing to do with black. And then all lives matter, all of that bullshit. It's just at the end of the day, if I was born in Pakistan, then I would be Muslim. Mm-hmm. Speaking uh, Whatever the fuck Pakistani Yeah You get what I'm saying? Yeah If I was born in London Then I would probably be Baptist Speaking like this Yeah You know Trying to Try to be a little bit more proper Cause I'm around you Yanks But So it, it's like I really don't Look at people Because like I said When we decided to come to Earth All of you guys are Earthlings <laughs> I don't see black uh, white Orange Yellow You don't see colors. You don't see, see race. Earthlings. Yeah 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 And so You know I don't Really feel like We should be trying To hurt anyone Because at the end of the day You're hurting yourself When you hurt the other person Because that could have been you mm. Especially if you're hurting them Because of a prejudice Yeah So
1: So so when you say like Your people Like your peoples was in Like putting in work out here Like they was gangsters You, you talking about Mac 11 in the bedroom And shit Like the shit was real like growing up every day like you could have you could have easily jumped into that life you know what i mean like <laughs> di- did you end up going that way before you found the music because that's the next step we about to get into the music you feel me um so explain that situation the money getting money any trouble you was getting into like explain that to me
0: yeah man i um was looking at 45 years at the end of the story. You know how the story, do you know the movie start off and the nigga kind of like putting it together, him and his team, and boom, that shit happened and the movie get good and his bitches with curly hair. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's the, it was for me, it was the typical story. Like, if you ever seen the movie Blow? Yeah. Okay. You saw Boston George and his homeboys at the beginning trying to put shit together. Mm-hmm. They figured some shit out. They found a plug. And They got rich as fuck. Mm-hmm. They started having a lot of fun. And then they started getting in trouble. And so at the end of my story, I was looking at 45 years. Mm. And um, I was kind of confident while I was sitting inside waiting for trial because whatever witnesses or whatever they were saying, I knew was it would never show up. So, you know, we just waiting for that to happen. And so they went through their whole little procedures and held me for as long as they can hold me and they didn't have any witnesses. And so I came home. Um, like I said That's what Inspired me to hit a joint Like mm. fuck it I'm gonna smoke uh. And so I fired up a joint And I dove back Into the music mm. Cause at Previous to that point I had Wrote a lot of hit records Like I said I was doing a lot of traveling I was enjoying a lot of fame But it was no bag Being secured The real way Like I would get A couple thousand dollars Here and there mm. Shit like that But no real money Now that I understand What I should've been Being paid So let's, let's
1: get into The music then I mean when did you find music? So how early did you find music? Did you was you born into the music? Like what was the situation? I mean, well, I
0: did my first song at Poe Boy Studios mm. and not the Poe Boy Studio, which is which is had which is transition into Strong Arm and three M G with Flow Rider. That's where they end that's the end of well not the end of the story, but the plateau at this moment. Right. So that's
1: the branch off basically.
0: Right. That well, that's where they ended up. It started as Poe Boy Records mm-hmm. and them trying to achieve their goal the, the brands have transitioned into Strong Arm and 3MG. Okay. But you know, they've achieved their they have achieved their goal. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. It would seem that way if success was they, the goal. T- we don't know. Yeah because yeah. my goal is not just to be successful and famous. It's right. a whole other thing. So with that being said, um the music was there for me to actually well damn. Like like no answering this question honestly, I was doing music since I was about 10. Mm-hmm. With the radio, when you plug, I realized that if you, with the tape player, if you plug in the headphones <laughs> to the mic part and wrap in the headphones and hit record and play, then your voice will be recorded. So I used to DJ ah. other nigga shit and then start rapping my shit on the little end space where the beat was. So, yeah, I've been rapping for a while.
1: Hey, that I, I always say this, the struggles of rapping. You feel me? Yeah. Like, for me, it was the wire on the, the mic in in, 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 the, in the closet you feel me <laughs> boom hook, hook that Joan up I done found some foam I done the put that hood joint. mic stand yeah you know what I mean Tap Joan was like Adobe Audition or some shit yeah. but you, you even took it back even more where you said you put that you had the headset with the with
0: the. Yeah, I with mean well, I was 10 years old I didn't know shit about no mic I not have no money for a mic shit you was doing better than me yeah. <laughs>
1: now that's some dope shit though so yeah. um so 10 you feel me you learning the music and shit right um about
0: 14 15 i hooked up with my homeboy PL. I, mm-hmm. I wish i could remember his instagram i can't but mine is at chilla 305 c h i l l a 305 if you're wondering um you know just young niggas i like i said i had a car at an early age so <laughs> I was able to slide on my homeboys and see what's up with them, even if they ended up moving somewhere or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a car, mm-hmm. so yeah, I slid up on P.L. He was standing at Opelika, and I can't remember if well, I I had to know Shayfo because Shayfo went to Carroll City, which was was uh Florida's manager, his first manager, okay, which had a studio in his father's house. His father was like in a band or some shit. Had the big real-to-real real ADAT, like the real studios with yeah. the big shit, that all the, the analog shit. And so we went in there and re-recorded a song called That's That Bitch. Mm-hmm. And I sounded like Mystical because Mystical was dope at the time. And so at like every good artist, when they start now, they're going to emulate what so, they yeah. like. Yeah,
1: the best. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, I sound, that shit was funny. I can almost... Cause my brain is like, well, everybody's brain is a computer. They just don't realize it. But yeah. as I'm thinking of this memory, the 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 verse is loading up in my brain. You know, I see the little spinny shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. like on the Apple. But um, yeah, so you so,
1: recorded on one of them throwback studios, the real deal studios, like
0: yeah. I t- uh, I don't know if, if 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 they well well Piccolo. Is relevant enough in Florida, mm-hmm. but I was there when they got their first record deal. Okay, like I said, my dad was you know a, a street dude with you know so where the record labels come from from yeah, the street money exactly, and so you know he was signing artists and shit back then, and he brung me in the studio. Damn, this is this just look at that just spawned another dope story I forgot about. Uh, he bought into a studio called EKG Records, and at the time their star was Black Hayes. Everybody thought he was Tupac. So he had a big, big buzz because it's when Tupac <laughs> first died. Yeah. And so my dad bought into the record, into the label, and they had coming out next was Polo Dynasty and Piccolo. At the time, their single was Big Money Ballers. That's what they call us. I can't ever forget that. That shit was bumping when I was a kid. Yeah. But so... um. Okay, boom. He signs in. Okay, so now he, like every label owner, he got some little chick coming to do an audition that he probably wants. Mm-hmm. And so, boom, she freezes up. So, to me, on some, I, to, it just the perception is, you know, can be taken a million ways. But I thought he was trying to put me on the spot because his wording was, oh, my son be saying he rap. Let's mm-hmm. see what he do. And so they call me in there and they put on a beat. By the time I finish doing what I do, Everybody in the studio was in there Shout out to Piccolo Because they was like That nigga's the next nigga And that that statement right there Gave me the confidence That I have right now Sitting here to be as dope as I am Yeah So shout out to them boys That's, That's the why song. I can remember their song probably Because they showed me that much love So I got that much love Back for them
1: yeah people know Piccolo You know what I mean yeah. he, he has some big song At least
0: South Yeah Floor. man I got some people bangers I got some bangers That's on the, on the project mm-hmm. With Piccolo mm. Some bangers I had to go back And work with the boys I was
1: gonna say That's good that You still yeah. have the connection Yeah Yeah that's good Yeah That's
0: dope Yeah like I said man I, I, I'm about to put My city And then Musicians Across the whole world in a position of independence and able independence not saying oh i'm independent but you don't know what the fuck you doing yeah, you just yeah. want to say it because some other niggas said it no i'm gonna i'm going i'm going to share the knowledge the same way i would share a dope video or a dope post or a dope quote or a dope meme so after this interview podcast conversation Nigga I'ma get in my phone And I'ma show you some shit Yeah yeah So that any other artist You come in You can you can at least verbally Tell them okay man look You need to go get with Chilla Yeah Nigga show me some shit
1: Hey that's what this is about You know yeah. what I mean Famous before the fame We trying to We trying to get them Put you on We trying to Shed light to the talent We trying to give them tips And all this shit Opportunities You know what I mean right. We're not the type to Hold none of this shit You know what I mean It's no, a platform to Express everything You know what I yeah. mean Um. <laughs> So yeah, I mean this yo this is deep, you know what I mean? The the music, you feel me? So 14, you know what I mean? You you did this song, you know what I mean? You recorded it or whatever. Like did you put it out? Like was it on the radio? What was the situation? No, no,
0: no, no. My first my first song that ended up being on the radio was uh This is how we ride down south. That's crazy. I'm remembering all of this shit now. Yeah. I thought I smoked all of these memories away. <laughs> <laughs> but my first it was it was like a a a uh a real southerny record At the time You know that southern shit Was was popular mm-hmm. But it was all on All the all of the underground stations To the point where We had started performing At the parades mm-hmm. And you know Shit like that Getting a lot of a uh, clout Like I said My name was Proper Smurf At the time Okay And so Now the big radio fame We did a song with The Slip and Slide All Stars At the time Take it to the house Was very popular Trick yeah. Daddy Trina And so I went and got all of those guys, which was Money Mark, uh, Trina, uh, Funk Boogie. Uh, the only person I didn't get was Trick mm-hmm. to to collab on a record with me, which we called the uh, the All-Stars. Okay. And in the verse, I said, you can call a nigga Pretty Ricky Ricky. I like a chick that's sticky, sticky, sticky. From the fucking mood show Martin. You know, Pretty okay. Ricky Fontaine. Nigga walk in and get all the bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so everybody was calling in the radio station saying, play that pretty Ricky Ricky song. Oh, shit. (laughs) And that's what my fucking name became. Ah. So now my little brothers get old enough to. What year is this? Shit, man. This is maybe 2012, 11. I don't know. Grind on me popped off. No shit. No damn 2012. That's before that. No, no, yeah. Ground on me hit before the that. hit the it hit the airwaves 2004. That's okay. how I'm a, that's how I'm a time it. Okay. So like a year before that. So 2003. Okay. Was like when we started getting on the radio and shit. Mm-hmm. So my little brothers get old enough to start rocking with me and the group was called Pretty Rick and the Mavericks. Mm. Okay, boom. So now we're performing and we doing that shit and um we had a meeting with BB from Circle House, mm-hmm. and he, you know, my little brother, which which is Baby Blue, Slick'em, and Spectacular. Okay. Spectacular still fucking look like he 18. <laughs> so imagine how how young he looked when he was back 13. Back then, back then. Right. So the advice BB gave us was, look, the music sounds great, but not many people are going to believe that you guys are Miami hood niggas even though you little niggas got a gun i see it yeah i see it but it's not believable if you do music for girls you're gonna win and they did a talent show and i didn't go for i can't remember whatever for whatever reason i get like i was doing like i was a little older than them so mm-hmm. i was out doing grown-up shit yeah, yeah. So, so they went to a talent show and they met pleasure mm. and um they went back to the studio. We had a, we had a, we had them bought our own studio. By that time, we had a big ass studio. Mm-hmm. So they went back to the studio after the talent show, and did the hook for "Grind on Me." And um, you know, everybody wrote their We Like everybody should write together. So I can't remember how that shit. went I don't know, I, I might have not even helped write "Grind on Me." I'm not sure. Okay. I can't even fucking remember. But, that you're, there, been the one, but you're there. you No, that might have been the one I didn't help write. Mm-hmm. But but all I know is it was fucking awesome. Like I hadn't, I hadn't to that point heard a song where niggas was s- snapping, and then the singing was Sing. kind of integrated with that shit about fucking though. Was like, I'm gonna pull up, bitch, and hit you with this dick like it's a chopper, bitch. <laughs> niggas wasn't doing that. Hey. And so, and so, I knew them boys had something. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And so I stepped back. Like I said at the time, I was probably like 300 pounds. I'm not gonna be able to do all of that shit. <laughs> and I didn't want to do it I was a Miami dude you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying Yeah. and so I stepped back and started doing a lot of the writing uh, a lot of the styling and all of that type of shit the shit that it take the other things that it take Yeah. and so came home from tour like I said I didn't have my publishing and shit together so I wasn't getting a big bag so mm-hmm. came home with a little tiny bag and like any Miami nigga gonna do, he took that tiny bag and flipped that tiny bag into a medium bag and flipped mm. that medium bag into a large bag and flipped that large bag into an extra large bag, Just and then now you're looking man. at 45 years. Mm. Boom. And then we back to the music.
1: Yeah, yeah. Moolah University.
0: Yeah. So do you see how that worked? I was kind of in the music already use the money from the music to go back into the typical dumb shit that they tell you to do yeah and then got fucked up and then got forced back into the music into the music yeah
1: that's how i am you always end up back
0: to this music man i mean when it's your passion and then you dope at it like i don't write I've, I've haven't owned a notepad since i was like who was i rick ravish mm. since the last time i wrote so Rick Ravish, and then you
1: had Papa in the after that. Papa, Papa Smurf, Smurf was the beginning. And then you had Pretty Ricky. For how long was the Pretty Ricky thing? Was it just real quick, and then Chinchilla? It was like two years. Okay, a year. and then Chinchilla. Not like a year. Mm. Mm.
0: Then it was Rick Ravish after Pretty Ricky.
1: So what made you? What inspired you to not write music? What What made like? Were you just that good? Where you was just freestyling all the time? Mm. Were you one of them dudes that freestyle, just freestyle? I could
0: freestyle my ass off, but it wasn't that. Mm. It wasn't that. Um, fucking Wayne said something that stuck with me. When you when you take the pen away, it comes more from here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Even like, because it, it's not necessarily that we don't write. It's like Jay-Z. He get over there in the corner and he think about it. Recite. Right. He think about it and then he go drop it when you can when you because what people don't realize is now they're using the phones and they got to read it something is so much different if you read and yeah and then that fuck nigga had mm-hmm. try me and then but when you just telling it yeah that fuck nigga try me and I slid up and banged him it's it's more emotion it's more everything because it's coming from here That's and here true. when you gotta read it you losing something yeah and then I dig this you gotta think it and then type it so it was already here
1: mm-hmm yeah, that's true.
0: So instead like of just pulling it, instead of thinking it and typing it, think it and send it here instead of sending it here or here. Just send it to your mouth. Like sometimes I just get in the booth and I feel like I'm speaking in tongues. I don't even know I was gonna say that shit. And then I go listen. Like, damn, will I ever be that dope again? Mm-hmm. But I keep on being that dope. So now nah, I don't be scared no more. But I used to be scared. Like, am I ever gonna be able to say some shit like that again?
1: Mm-hmm. So. So you you about to have all these niggas stop writing again. You feel me? You about to have a
0: bunch of niggas jump I mean, in the studio. If, look, if you're not dope. I was like, gonna
1: look. say, is it for everybody? Everybody can't do this that. This is shit. the thing,
0: bro. This is the thing. Music itself ain't for everybody. Mm. What what you have happening is, first of all, it's a career choice because they understand the accolades that come from it. One. Two. The reason every song sound the fucking same is because if chinchilla say milk and cookies, milk and cookies, ashy feet, ashy feet, and that shit sell two million records. Oh, shit. Milk and cookies and ashy feet is cool. It's hot. Trends. And then now, all of a sudden, niggas ain't going to say ashy feet, but they going to say, I don't put lotion on my feet. I don't put lotion. Bitch, you know we know you talking about ashy feet, nigga. Yes. You feel what yes. I'm saying? You, you, vo- you culture culture, whatever the fuck. How, can, what's the new shit for I, Swagger Jack and Vulture culture culture, culture? culture Vulture. Yeah, Swagger Jack and it. Yeah, that's shit. the OG I ain't figure out the new shit yet. Fuck y'all. Culture Yo, Vulture. Yo,
1: let me give you an example though. Yeah. Shout out Zoe Dollars. Yeah. Running up a check. When he dropped that song, uh huh you know how many variations of that fucking <laughs> song came out? I'm tired of hearing y'all blowing fucking money. Because you ain't supposed to fucking just blow the shit. Can you stack some of the shit? Can you save some shit? I heard a song earlier today. The nigga said, I ain't even going to lie to you. You feel me? I don't do shit with the money. I I. <laughs> the nigga said, I ain't even going to lie to you. I don't do shit with the money. I just let that shit stack. And I was listening to it. I was like, about time somebody told the truth. Yeah. You got to stack a little bit of that shit. You feel me? Yeah. But yeah, man. That shit crazy. I mean, right? ask
0: yourself this, though. What the fuck is the conscious rappers? And I'm not a conscious rapper. I don't even like conscious rap. But where the fuck are they Do you really believe it's, in, it's no conscience rappers We
1: gonna get deep into that Because They don't
0: want us thinking
1: You wanna get I was gonna say You wanna get deep into that I mean let's We, the we trick can go is,
0: The trick is though What they don't realize Like Gucci man mm. Most motherfuckers Look at Gucci man And think he's ignorant Man that man Got to be so fucking intelligent To put a record out mm. Mm. Dumbass Listen Listen When you see black youngsters Say this is a whore <laughs> You think he's stupid Yeah you believe that shit If you want to
1: Hold on. <laughs> hey that shit's so true let me tell you what's happening let me tell you what's happening it's somebody <laughs> sitting behind the computer right mm-hmm. and they seeing the fucking analytics right right you want to yeah. get deep it's corporations they yeah. sitting behind the computer they seeing these motherfucking analytics and when and when black uh young blank uh what's his name black youngster, black youngster when, when he, he starts stuttering and doing that dumb shit they see that spike and they look in the bank real quick, and they see all the money that come, and all the shows and shit, and the phone don't stop ringing. They say keep doing, do that shit. Uh, f- one time a quarter, four quarters. I right, do time four times a year. Do that dumb shit, and let's rake in the money. That's what they do. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's big. You know what I mean? It's corporations. It's not that there's no conscious rappers. It's just that they don't want us. They don't. They're not putting the money behind it for us to see it. They know that we looking at our phones all day. You feel me? Right. You wanna get deep? Like eighty percent of the motherfucking traffic period is just mobile phone mobile traffic you feel yeah. me they don't you crazy it's more than that it's yeah. more i'm I'm trying to be generous you know what i mean yeah. i don't want, i don't want the. don't uh, be generous
0: be real I, it's big out of 100 percent we talking it's about 130 percent it's 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 big no did you just hear me go ahead out of 100 we talking about 130 the motherfuckers that don't have phones get a phone, get a to, phone. to do some shit mm-hmm. fuck out of here like they'll get a phone and don't have no money but just have that bitch for when they get around wi-fi
1: Internet, especially that internet
0: boy. (laughs) Let me tell you something.
1: In in undeveloped countries, that internet shit big. Like you saying, them people don't really got phones, but they just fucking lining up in a cafe, logging on some shit, looking at shit just to just to do it. You know what I mean? It's a lot of undeveloped territories that music, you know what I mean, definitely can reach. You know what I mean? Okay so you not writing um, Like how When it comes to picking out your beats Can you explain the process Picking out your beats um, You know Coming up with the song Concept and everything like that Um,
0: Song concept I kinda Go with what's going on with me And it what's relevant with People When I write I try not to write for My niggas My block you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I try to say, okay, is what I'm saying going to be able to affect a numerous amount of people? Can a numerous amount of people relate to what I'm saying and the way I'm saying it? And then after I agreed to, with myself, like, okay, yeah, that topic is dope. Everybody go through this. You feel what I'm saying? Or whatever the fuck. Then I try to find a witty way to say it. And while I'm saying it, like you got some niggas that rap and it sound good. And you like it like rah 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 rah. And you got some niggas that when you listening to it, you start seeing a movie. And so I always wanted to be one of them guys. Yeah. Like like like
1: basically, I could visualize what you're saying. Right. And that's a lot of your 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 your, your songs. You feel me? They're very visual. Like I could just visualize. Speaking of that, you know what I mean? The moolah films, the videos.
0: Yeah. Like
1: let's let's dig into that.
0: You know what I mean? I mean, um, well, my natural, my natural way of being is anything that I know I'm going to be doing a lot or investing a lot of money into I try to find out what's what with it and so I on the holy king chiller project I shot I think four videos mm. and I'm just I, like a seven thousand dollar video budget which is not a lot, cause I can remember back when we was doing the pretty Ricky shit. Niggas used to be pin ten, fifteen thousand, thirty thousand on videos. Videos. But you know, but everything was analog back then. Yeah. So but now, you know, you can get a video for two hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. But so I wanted the 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 drones and all of that old bullshit. And just just it something didn't feel right about paying a director. $500, $1,000, and waiting three weeks to get my video back. Mm-hmm. It just didn't feel right. And so my philosophy is this. Bill Gates has two eyes, one nose, a mouth, two ears, ten fingers, two legs, ten toes, two knees, two balls, one dick. <laughs> Same thing I got because he's a man. Yeah. So Bill Gates can't come up with shit I can't come up with. Right. Right. Bill, uh, so that mean a nigga that's mixing records. If I apply myself, I can mix records. Mm-hmm. Nigga that's editing videos. If I apply myself, I can edit videos. Yeah, and so that's basically what I did. I mm-hmm. went in, applied myself, and then this is another philosophy. The person that owned Nike probably can't play a lick of fucking basketball, and I know for a fact. He's not sewing no shoes together. Hell nah. But what did he do? He figured out how to get shoes made and he figured out how to get athletes to promo his shit. Mm-hmm. And he sell a shitload of Nikes. Billions. And so I don't have to know how to edit videos, but I'm going to start a company and I'm going to get a video editor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a motherfucking artwork guy. And then I'm going to get uh, whatever the fuck else. I need. Well, my, my wife owns a, a modeling agency. Mm-hmm. And so... With all of those things combined, now you got dope visuals. Cause shit, I'm a hood nigga, so I can call all the niggas. Mm-hmm. Once you can get the girls to show up, you good. And this, you're, you're explaining the whole
1: Mula University Mula Films. Yeah, that's um, just
0: the Mula film side of it. Okay, okay, that's just the film side of it. I mean,
1: so you organize creatives. You feel me? Of every like category, film, um, you know, art designers, well, what, fashion. well, well
0: since we're talking about Mula Films, obviously, uh, we work on chinchilla videos all day. We work on the artists on the label videos, which is and more. Uh, uh, shit, we got Fella from Dunk Riders. Mm-hmm. He, he, he pretty much signed up. Which, when I say signed up, it's not a necessary signing of papers. It might just be a conversation and a, and a real nigga agreement until mm-hmm. we get to the point where we going to do the paperwork. Right, right. Because I don't necessarily need to own you or to have anything hovering over you to do good business with you. Yeah. yeah. To be able to make money with you. If we, if I know you're a fair person I mm-hmm. don't know Birdman shit like oh, Just trust me No Because at the end of the day I'm gonna do all of the business That needs to be done So that if I die tomorrow You ain't gotta worry about My wife not getting you What I told you I was gonna get you yeah, yeah So I make sure the business is handled But I'm not anal about it To the point where I fuck up the relationship Because of the business mm-hmm. I understand I just make sure that I build a relationship And niggas understand that If we are solid if we are bros Then you should be cool With doing good business As mm. long as you understand This paperwork We write this shit In clear English Yeah Then you should be cool With signing I ain't gonna fuck you You ain't gonna fuck me Alright let's get money
1: Man it's the deck It's the world Right now it's the world Of independence You know what I mean right. Everybody trying to figure out How to stay independent You know
0: I uh, mean, Well it, niggas like to say that shit You bro. know
1: what I mean it, it's, it's lightly thrown around Cause to be honest A let lot of a, them are not Let me
0: ask you a question And And Outside of the typical shit The tune core and all that shit That niggas Mm. know Because now we talking about And I'm gonna answer that question Or I'm gonna say what Okay boom You release your music You put it on the distribution company And if you are not A viral little nigga That you cracking Or you got 100,000 followers Or whatever You ain't getting no real sales Out of that No None You're not So with that being said Most motherfuckers say Yeah I'm gonna go independent And then they don't know How they gonna get their music sold though they don't know how they're going to acquire the things that it take to sell music. They don't even know what those things are, mm-hmm. which is radio play, real viral promo, real placement, certain vlogs talking about oh you geez. and magazines and yeah. writers talking about you. And so if you don't have those connects, what you stand independent for mm-hmm. to waste your time? You understand what I'm saying? Nah, if you can't if you can't write out a marketing plan and a game plan and an execution plan and a date for when money should start coming back from a project, what the fuck are you standing independent for? Listen, this shit you just like how that shit sound. (laughs) This shit has become a hobby. You know what I mean? A lot of niggas is in the music game and not the music business. Exactly, exactly. So for the most part, a lot of dudes don't even have they publishing. And I'm not talking down on anybody, nigga. I'm a nigga who wrote hit records. And did a lot of music for ten years and ain't have his publishing. So I ain't talking down on anybody. I'm saying wake up. Stop bullshitting yourself. Yeah. Stop telling yourself you doing something and you ain't really doing that shit. It's a business. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? Especially like I like, I like how you said that. You niggas is putting me music out. They distributing their music, you know, they putting it on Spotify, iTunes, you know, it's it's means of getting your music out there. You right. You know
0: what I mean? But um, this 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 my philosophy. Mm-hmm. If you can wake up and say, yeah, "I want to rap," right, and go record a song and put your shit on SoundCloud, pay a couple of like a hundred dollars or so, and put your shit on iTunes or whatever, why would anybody else respect it? Why would any other artist respect it? Because we talking about the world now. If it's if it's if it's a if it's a billion people, which I think it's like ten billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. So if it's ten billion people on the planet, nigga, eight billion people doing music. Everybody fucking do music. Everybody do music. So with that being said, why would any of these 8 billion people that's trying to push their own shit respect your shit if you only doing the same shit they can do? Yeah. If you don't got the machine or you don't got the understanding to look like and use the machine, then stop talking about you independent. You wasting your money and your time. Cuz what independent mean is I'm spending my own money until the label come show me how to do this shit for real.
1: <laughs> that that that's true. Because eventually Eventually you gonna get It's a business and It's don't a get business it twisted. move
0: Don't get it twisted I ain't saying go now to, uh, Put your tail between your legs And run to the label I'm saying fill your head up With knowledge The label don't know shit That you can't know Because yeah. they got a Whoever know it Got a brain And you got a brain Learn the shit
1: I mean let's talk about Like the Jay-Z situation The Rockefeller them You know what I mean Them boys was trying to be As independent as For the longest time It came to a point Where they was throwing money at them Right Hey they said, Fuck it, look, we gonna take this. They Jay chose to take the check, you know what I mean? And said, Fuck it. We ain't gotta this is what I this is what I came here for. It's I mean, a well, business. This, this, you got an entrance and an exit strategy. Right. That was his exit well, this strategy. The thing, with
0: that, with that, you talking about independent, but they wasn't independent. Independent back then meant if I got enough money to boss up on the label, then the label is gonna allow me to come in my money up mm-hmm. they gonna use they plugs and make me a star and we gonna split the cake up at the end right okay but the labels are greedy so before that shit was happening like what Jay-Z said nigga pay me for what you did to niggas in the cold crush mm-hmm. right before niggas was smart enough to start securing their own shit artists was getting raped you had label owners putting they self down as songwriters stealing niggas publishing and doing all kind of shit cause niggas just didn't know mm-hmm. didn't even understand that concept so Okay, boom. Now they had to figure out a way to get that power back in their hands. Okay, all these niggas is walking in with they don't money talking about we just want distribution. Right? So now, they not selling CDs no more. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music gets streamed. Music is fucking free. I want future album right That's now, it, anyway. I just go on YouTube. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but because he's set up as a professional artist, he's getting paid for those streams. He's yeah. getting paid for that advertisement. He's getting paid for them using his likeness yeah. and his sound. But if you're not set up as a professional artist, then none of that shit is going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. So you can go viral all you want. You can blow up all you want. You're wasting your time. Yeah. Like I said, until the label or somebody that know what the fuck they're doing step in and help you. Yeah Now I will say this And I'm not being conceited or cocky I have finally figured out What the fuck it is And I'm ready to help Everybody That's why I say My city Is finna blow the fuck up
1: Fuck with motherfucking Chinchilla on that tip That's all you gotta do Just hit him up on You
0: know what I mean At chilla 305 C-H-I-L-L-A 305 He gonna figure it out Email university At gmail.com T-H-E university At gmail Mm. And it and I respond That's I ain't on up. no bougie shit If I'm working I'm working Just Don't be fucking aggravating If I say I'm gonna hit you back I'm gonna hit you back If I forget Then hit me with a text Oh shit my bad And I'm gonna hit you back
1: That's what's up
0: Yeah don't be though. Hey. Don't call Hey uh Is this uh Chichilla? <laughs> uh Yeah uh,
1: Be like what's good son
0: You're dope Uh, <laughs> uh, uh Is this really you uh,
1: But they could be a fan though You know what I mean They might fan mm, out You never know fuck that You got a lot of fans out here Listen
0: bro. Listen Listen. Cool. Don't call me on no weird shit. <laughs> that way you can continue to be a fan and I don't spaz out on you and fuck up my fan. <laughs> like I don't want to mess up, mess you up and then you don't you're not my fan no more cause I cursed you out cause you called saying uh Uh is this Chichilla? So you know? Chilla what's on, up on some weird shit. Yeah, don't call me on no weird shit. Just call me and say what's happening, nigga, you dope. I respect that more. Uh Uh uh, <laughs> go through all of that shit before you call me. All
1: right, practice. Yeah, you know what I mean. <coughs> what I want to talk to you about that runway in Paris. I had seen like you did some like a commercial, <laughs> like some videos, like you did a lot of little. Nah, like, that a shit was
0: that shit was dope. That shit actually made me feel like nigga, I'm working out here. And nigga. that was niggas with Mulavun University, correct? Yeah, niggas, okay. is, niggas. Well, well, that that yeah, that that was a situation where we were contacted and they wanted us to promote promo their company. And so they sent out a bunch of jerseys. And um, my job was to take a photo shoot. But just being an overachiever, because I was never an overachiever in school, and just mm. because you thought I wasn't an overachiever in school doesn't mean I'm going to overachieve in life, you fucking teachers. <laughs> but anyway, so being the overachiever that I am, I chose to shoot a video and do the photo shoot. Mm. And being smart, a photo shoot don't have any sound. It don't necessarily promote me. I think I'm handsome, but some women may say no. So instead of me just banking on me being handsome, I know I'm dope. So I'm going to send this video and let you hear me. Mm. And then it worked out. I mean, I think as soon as they posted it, an hour later, that shit had like 7,000 views and some crazy shit yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. So
1: So like Runway in Paris, that's the people who make like the, the throwback jerseys. Yeah, they
0: they all of the movie jerseys. Like all of the shit, all of the teams that you seen in movies that was like Willie Beeman and yeah. I, the, all of that shit, they got the jersey for it in real life now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's who started the Bel Air, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air jerseys. That was the company who started that. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Like I said, it made me feel like a real artist. Like, okay, your work is getting saluted. Niggas, I I went online, I think them jerseys are about fifty dollars, a hundred dollars. And mm-hmm. I think they sent me like twenty of them motherfuckers. So they respected my brand enough to to waste three or four bands on me. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Or invest. Yeah. So that's what's up Yeah That's
1: what's up So um, yeah I mean let's get to the videos too real quick Like the videos like they're real creative You know what I mean They're right. different They're not normal videos where people take the traditional approach um, Explain that whole situation What makes you come up with these type of visuals um, uh, The well, ideas well, and well, things like that the fact
0: that The fact that The way I view myself When I'm working with the people that I want to work with With the cameraman that I want to work with Like at the moment Because I am a doer like I said, I set up these companies and put things together and and, and, and acquire people to help me uh, get the goals done. But when you're working with, let's say, HBO or the whoever the fuck shoot Wayne videos or whatever, like the people that went to school for this shit, for real, for real, for real, mm-hmm. for real. You get what I'm saying? That know we finna drop this video and make 100000 off the streams or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Whoever shooting ASAP Rocky videos. I want people to understand that that's what they're going to get a year from now. That's where we're going. We're not and then I come from the streets for real, man. I come from shit for real. So I don't want to just get on a video and keep showing you a bunch of guns. I don't necessarily need a nigga knowing that, okay, every time I see Chilly, he got a gun. So I'm gonna just shoot him instead of fuss with him. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. You know.
1: I feel you. Like give videos, them shits is dope. Like y'all need to check this shit out. You know what I right. mean? And then YouTube at the end of the day, at the
0: sh- end of the day, when you decide to be a rapper, artist, when you say, okay, I'm gonna rap. You, if you decide to be a gangster rapper, cool. But understand that, man, you ain't scaring nobody. People ain't going to come to your concert to be scared of you. They're going to come to your concert to be entertained, not to get shot at. So if you go going to your concert and you're shooting at people, your shit going to be empty. Learn how to perform and entertain a motherfucker. Don't make you soft. That don't make you pussy. That make you great. Mm. And that's what I'm trying to be.
1: Yeah. Build a positive brand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So so right now you got this uh single I mean the young Abu Dhabi shit That shit was
0: I mean yeah, I, I, like I said I like to do off the wall shit So so that's that's another one Of my alter egos I was chilling with uh, One of my homeboys Which is a prince from Dubai And um He had me on my A-Rap shit and I was feeling You know real real He just had me feeling like I was a fucking prince from Dubai <laughs> Even though I can't imagine having that type of money We talking yeah. about real money man we talking about money that you can't even call money because nah, it's, it's some other it's, shit.
1: It's, it's, it's infinite. Yeah,
0: but so I told that boy I was going to go ahead and make a whole project dedicated to the lifestyle and how I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to name myself Young Abu Dhabi at the moment. I wasn't chinchilla when I was chilling around that boy. He was him. I can't tell you who he was, mm-hmm. but he was him and I was Young Abu Dhabi. So that's the next project? Yeah, that's what's coming. That's what I'm about to release right now. I bet. Which bet. I got Top Floor, which is the single. That's the new single. That's the first mm-hmm. single. I got that out right now. So what
1: was the inspiration behind that song?
0: Um, inspiration, I mean, well, this the thing. The way I work on music is I kind of seclude myself. I stop listening to other people's music so that I'm not influenced by what they're doing. And I just record records, 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 zone out records, records, records. So to get 12 records, I might record 100 songs. And go back through them And see what's great about all of them And I may take 20 of them and make one You know what I'm saying And um, I went to LA for a little while To work on Ann's project Like she had a couple big people in LA Asking us to come out So we went out and cut a few records for her And when I got back I plugged my drive up And It only had the hook there Like I just dropped the hook and never did the verses And the hook was crazy Like I don't even remember Doing it Mm -hmm. And I was like Nigga This is my single It doesn't sound like Anybody else's shit It's catchy Nigga can't call me Fake Future Fake Nego Yeah None of that shit You know what I'm saying And it's still Independently dope Mm -hmm. So I was like Yeah I'm gonna push this. this This right here Is sonically dope And it shows that I'm Verbally Dope Lyrically dope All of that shit In one record Mm-hmm. I like I got a singing project that's gonna come out that's gonna blow niggas mind. Like, oh, this nigga sings, he's sick with it. But for the most part, um, that that's usually the approach. I try to make sure that if it so happened to run across Drake ear, he like, oh man, we need to send somebody to make sure this nigga never comes out. He's dangerous. <laughs> and not in a not in a hating way, just in a in a throwback hip hop competitive way. Like, I'm at you niggas head. Like if you think you dope, I'm here to show you I'm a little bit doper.
1: I mean, you just—I mean, the fact that you're on right, you know. And I've seen it. This I've seen it with my own eyes. Just in the studio, just you know what I mean. The beat playing, you know what I mean. Over and over, and we just—he <laughs> got his verse ready. Not even really open over, I'm and over like, about
0: because this is the thing. I, <laughs> if the if I like the beat, like I can yeah. I can I can I can just
1: paint the picture. Impose
0: myself yeah. onto a track that I'm not necessarily in love with. But when I'm working on my project, I just run through tracks, right? And how I know it's ready to be recorded is the whole fucking song pop up in my head Mm. at one time. Now, this is how I'll get the people to visualize it. Remember the Soul Train shit where they had to get the letters and make the word in a certain amount of time? Yeah. Okay. So the whole song pops up in my head and then I have to formulate it and spread it out and then turn it into a straight line. So that's the song. Right. So that's when I know When I actually like a beat I don't even have to think The shit just Come poof. to you Yeah that's So that's why I'd be like that, that nigga had to have that verse Wrote at the crib I already No The whole <laughs> shit Pop up in my mind I like see Like the it. whole shit I That's see why it. I can freestyle like that Like because mm. If I like the beat The whole shit Pops up I don't know Yeah You know what else I feel like that is If you're a cartoon head uh, X-Men when they got into the saga where the Phoenix, when she turned into the Phoenix, yeah. Remember when they went to space and it was like it was a, a cloud of consciousness for for mutants, and all mutants can tap into, that that knowledge. Yeah, that's how I think music is. Like, have you ever been working on a song and a nigga from Alaska say the same shit you said and you like how the fuck? Because once you start creating and you put that energy out there. He might have been creating in that same night at that same time and caught that frequency. Mm-hmm. Way to fucking Alaska.
1: Man, that shit because me Because it's off. music. Is <laughs> it Duh, me that off. shit Nah, me understand up, how oh. deep what I'm saying is. Yeah, nah, it's deep because I'm sitting here like Yo.
0: You know this nigga you know, ain't ever hear your man, shit. Man,
1: how the fuck this nigga come up with my son? That's the same shit. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, you. that's hey, like- Hey,
0: you know what I was listening to the other day? Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. That's my shit. This nigga, man, our list. I say, hey. I, that's my nigga.
1: Hey, you see how- I'm just saying it's like music is so ahead of I always tell people music is timeless if you make good music it's yeah. timeless you yeah. know what I mean you could put it MG out shit. now or later example like I was telling somebody the other day I used to go to take one a lot you feel me and this is like four four years ago maybe five years ago Ball Greasy was in there he used to have a DJ play this song over and over again this is four or five years ago yeah he just released a song on his the current project, you feel me? And this is a song that he had four, five years ago. He was just playing in the strip club over and over again. Nobody right, heard it. Right. So it's like if a lot of niggas don't timeless, know, man.
0: Sometimes you you work a record for two, three years before it pop. Before for a pop, exactly. Yeah, that's when I mean? you persistence. Exactly. It gets it gets rewarded sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about this project, Young Abu Dhabi. Um, Young, explain the project.
0: Okay. the The, the name of the album is Young Abu Dhabi.
1: Young Abu Dhabi.
0: Yeah. You can okay. always find any of the work under Chinchilla. Mm.-Hmm. But Young Abu Dhabi is this project. Okay. Um. The single is Top Floor, which it's on iTunes, Google Play. If you go to my Instagram, you should be able to click the link and everything will pop up. At Chilla305, again, write in the link, the bio shit everybody do. Click the link in my bio, poof, and then there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or go to Google and pull in Chinchilla, Top Floor. My shit professional enough that it should pop up from there. First one or two first links. I oh yeah, know. it's gonna pop up. I think. The whole
1: page is gonna be full of your shit. All your videos. I hope
0: so. I I, yeah. I would hope so. I would hope I'm working hard enough that that's happening.
1: Yeah, so explain, you about to drop this project. Like you got any videos lined up and shit before we wrap this up? I, mean, I always well, like like to vid- you
0: get Videos your plat- videos I have to hold myself back being is how I got the company. Like we can get up and shoot a video and have that bitch edited. That same day and yeah. ready to be put out. So I be having to not overdose the people on visuals. Mm-hmm. But um, what's most important is went to L.A., came back with a distribution deal. What that distribution do- deal does for artists that's going to be around me mm-hmm. is puts your music in all of the outlets that you already know how to get to and the ones you don't mm-hmm. and the ones you need the my mixtapes the live mixtapes the world stars and all of the shit that costs an arm and a leg not when you rocking with the label Mm. and so basically instead of me being stingy and only using it on my people I want to use it on everybody so how did you blow Sean oh man you know I was cool with chinchilla and he put me on how you blow Todd oh man I bumped into chinchilla and he was cool as fuck he put me on how you blew Sam oh man I bumped into chinchilla and he showed me some shit and I used that and I got on man who the fuck is chinchilla Mm. Birdman. <laughs>
1: yeah, minus the bullshit though.
0: Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, because yeah. Because my first thing I do when I meet artists off rip is find out do they have they publishing. Find out do they have they shit tagged and coded. Find out are they registered. And if they not, if they don't feel like reading and doing all that shit, I let them know I do it for them. Just get to know me for a week because it's your personal information. But some dudes are just lazy. Because I used to be. I still a lot of shit I don't like to just sit and read and read mm. and read. <laughs> But you have to do it. And so for the most part, or get yourself around people that you can trust that are going to do it for you. And then bring you your shit back and say, hey, this is your login. This is how you you register your records. This is how you put your shit out. Mm-hmm. So that way, if you ever spread ways or whatever, you own your shit. You are in touch with your shit. Not somebody doing it for you.
1: That's what's up. Hey, yeah. we just dropped and That's, in- that's
0: what Moolah University is about right there. Exactly. Artists helping artists.
1: So 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 before we wrap it up, let them know where they can follow you at. You feel me?
0: Um again it's at Chiller three oh five. Facebook is unfortunately I usually try to make everything the same thing. But Facebook is Joe Smith, J O E S M Y T H. The anonymous one. That's how I was feeling when I made my Facebook, so you know. <laughs> but um I and I never got around to changing. I think I got a fan page on there which is Chinchilla three oh five. So Chilla three oh five basically you'll get the you'll find me. Bad, bad. Yeah. That's what's up. Yo, thank you for coming through, my G. That's what it is, man. You already know. You can call me whenever. You can pull up on me. You can do whatever. Matter of fact, that should be the next thing. We should be pulling up and hanging with Chinchilla. We gonna
1: pull up we gonna pull up and that hang part. with Chinchilla for a day. That's what that we're gonna part. do. You feel me? Yeah. Y'all look for that real soon, alright? Yeah. Yeah, it's famous before the fame. Mulai University. Gang. Thank you for listening to Famous Before the Fame podcast. I really appreciate it. Check this out. I'm going to keep doing my job, which is continue to deliver dope content. What I need from you in return don't even cost $1. If you really like this episode and want to hear more, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud iTunes, Stitcher, and watch us on YouTube so you never miss another episode. Like, subscribe, review, retweet, and share. Again, I am Super Sean, and this is FamousBeforeTheFame.com.